Hey everybody, welcome to episode 95 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting now for nearly 30 years. This week, I want to talk about popular vacation spots and what to do if you need to metal detect there. So let's get on with the show. Hey everybody, before we start, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoyed the episode this week. If you want to support the show, there are many options available in the links in the episode notes below. And if you want to interact with me and the show, that information's in there too. But most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hey everyone, how was your week? I hope you got out. I can see it starting to thaw. I can see the season is about to start. So get ready, clean your detector, get your stuff all in order and get ready to go because it's coming soon. Me, I'm getting ready today for my first field hunt of the year. Thanks to Silky Dave, who has garnered me permission to hunt on his in-laws field tomorrow, which I'm super excited about. We've done the research. We've highlighted an area to dig and we're raring to go. So today I must charge up all my gear, all my detectors and bring them. I'm bringing everything with me, the full arsenal. And of course, I let you know next week how we get on. As I said last week, there may not be an episode this week. However, I was lucky enough in my jury duty that it was short lived. First of all, they were all guilty, guilty as sin, the usual thing. Drugs, the whole lot there. And I was sitting there thinking, God, these guys should just really just get out of metal detecting. <laughs> It'd be a lot easier. But anyways, yeah, everybody guilty as charged. So my involvement was zero. Thank God. But sitting there, I thought, you know what? I better do some research for my upcoming vacation, which we are traveling from Ireland all the way down to Italy in a camper van and driving back. But along the way, there will be several opportunities for me to detect So, of course, I started doing a little bit of research around the law in France and Italy. And I suppose selfishly, because time is of the essence this week, I said I could convert that research into an episode. So this week, we are going to talk about popular vacation spots. Now, not popular from a detector's point of view, but popular from your partner's point of view, basically, where they want to go on summer holidays, not where you want to go. If all detectorists picked where we wanted to go, it'd be florida or australia but this is where our partners want to go and what laws to look out for there so of course i could just focus on where i'm going on holidays but that wouldn't be really fair to the demographic of the podcast so i did expand out the research to include people from the americas people from australia and of course people from europe so starting with the simplest in australia According to Google, Australians don't vacation outside of Australia at all, which is understandable as they have everything in the country. It's pretty isolated. So getting away or outside can be expensive, not just monetary, but also time. So if you're lucky enough to go to Australia, this is the law you must consider. Australia is the only country on the list that is essentially a free for all for metal detecting. It's totally allowed with gold prospecting and beach detecting being super popular. Now, I suppose if you think about it, Australia is not like Europe. Their depth of historical metallurgy is pretty shallow. So I can understand how metal detecting is not a problem over there. 
there is areas which is it's restricted, obviously, from a public ordinance point of view. However, in the main, if you want to go metal detecting in Australia, as long as you've got permission, you're good to go. And you're good to go on beaches and parks and whatever you want over in Australia. So Australia is almost the holy grail of metal detecting vacation spots that you could try and convince your partner to go to. Moving up the list to the next region or demographic, that would be the US, whose most popular vacation spots are internal again, like Australia. However, Mexico and Hawaii are in the top 10. So the law in the US is... If you're on private property, it's fine as long as you have permission from the landowner and there's no sites of historical or archaeological importance there. Public land, however, is a different story. Federal and national parks are banned. This goes for any monument or historical site and you can be arrested for even just having a metal detector in your possession at these locations. When you get to state laws, there's 34 states require a permit and 16 do not allow metal detecting on public property at all. However, beaches are generally fine, and you're generally fine if you have landowner's permission. Just bringing in Hawaii, because it is one of the most popular vacation destination spots, it is the same as before regards federal and national parks and having landowner's permission, similar to the US. However, if you look at the law in Hawaii, they specifically call out popular recreational areas are off-limits. Now, there's no clear definition of what popular recreational areas are, so you will need some local knowledge here to understand what this means. There is also a certain element of unwritten rules in Hawaii, which the locals abide by, so make sure you're informed. Then the next most popular spot for the US citizens to go to is Mexico. It is legal in Mexico, however, it is controlled by the local mafia, so beach detecting could potentially get your ass kicked. So I would avoid it at all costs, basically. And then finally into Europe. My own demographic, I suppose. Europe, the place with the most heritage and, I suppose, conversely, the most restriction. And starting with Spain, which is the most popular vacation destination spot globally. Now we're talking about Australians coming to Spain. We're talking about Irish people going to Spain. We're talking about UK people going to Spain. And we're talking about Americans going to Spain. So starting with Spain, which is pretty accepting of the metal detecting hobby, the law is confusing, however. Of course, there's no detecting on any archaeological or historical spots, and there is no detecting when you're specifically looking for archaeological artifacts. What the law is will come down to where you're going in Spain. So whatever region you're going to will dictate any law. Some regions, it's completely off limits, such as Andalusia. Other regions require permits like Valencia. But remember, if you're moving about, you need a new permit for every new area. Some areas are very relaxed, but just make sure you're okay to go at the local tourist office. But be careful. Some areas require that you have an import permit for your equipment. So be warned, Spain is a double-edged sword with both good and bad. So be warned and be informed. One good thing about Spain is that they have loads of metal detecting clubs. So check to see if there's one locally to your destination. So we're going to stick with Europe and go to Italy next. And like everywhere else, archaeological and historical sites. And like everywhere else, archaeological and historical sites are prohibited. Some areas, regions are also prohibited, such as Calabria and Sicily. 
and anything of importance found is belonged to the state. But in the main, Italians are actually quite tolerant of metal detectorists, but it's a good idea to check in with the local law. Locals would be pained to refute the rumours that metal detecting is also controlled by the mafia in certain areas, so it is good to check in and just make sure you're good to go. And finally, France, where I'm going this summer. Now, detecting is allowed in France. However, there are quite a few ambiguities in getting permission or a permit. Firstly, you are required to seek permission via Article L542-1 of the Code du Patrimonie. However, local detectorists don't do this as it's not a guarantee to get the permission. But the general consensus is this is only required if you're going beyond the normal leisure activity. All fines need to be reported, especially if of archaeological importance. And as with most countries, detecting is banned in any archaeological areas. However, France is not great at indicating where these areas are. So some local knowledge is a must, really. Beach detecting is outside the law and seems to be fine as long as you stay away from any of the aforementioned archaeological areas, including any World War II or World War I sites. However, permission can be super important, even on beaches, so make sure to double check. And if hunting on land, make sure you have the landowner's permission in writing, as this would ease any treasure trove disputes. Yes, they have treasure trove, where the value of a find is split 50-50 with the landowner, providing you have proof of permission. As with anything, do your own research here. If you're heading to Spain, Italy or France, make sure you know exactly what the local law is to match your destination. If you're staying in the US, I think you guys know the law better than I could ever know the law or explain it. So keep on trucking. And if you're in Australia, the same boat. You are lucky in Australia. That's all I got to say. So yeah, make your own estimation of where you sit within the law. Make sure you know the law. Me, we're traveling from Cork to France to Italy. So I'm hoping to get some hunts in on some French beaches and some Italian beaches. But I will be double checking the local principality on what the local law is for those areas. So, yeah, that's it. A quick and easy one this week, considering my time limitations. I hope it's of some use to you and we'll chat to you all again next week. That's it for this week. I hope you like this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out our website, www.themetaldetectingshow.com for this episode's show notes. Check out our Patreon page if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee. Actually, if you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so on buymeacoffee forward slash If you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the Metal Detecting Show. The link will be in the show notes. If you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down, good luck, put some sun cream on your head and happy hunting. <laughs>